0: It's the calm before the storm in the NFL. All kinds of crazy stuff is going to start happening, but it hadn't happened yet. So let's talk about what some of the crazy stuff might be that happens. We'll do that. Franchise tags are going to have an effect on the pool of candidates for wide receivers and other positions for the Indianapolis Colts. as free agency kind of gears up and gets ready to start. Indiana basketball has a chance tomorrow night, to put itself in the NCAA field. Are they going to be able to do it? Pacers last night hung in for the first half, but a road, the second half of a back-to-back on the road after the first is at home, really, really difficult. Jalen Smith lost his mind last night in the third quarter. Good God. Could could we just stop arguing with officials? Could we just stop doing that? And, of course, Jalen Smith said... That's not me after the game. That's not me. That's not who I am. No, that's exactly who you are. We'll talk about that. Sectionals start tonight. Big night in high school basketball in the state of Indiana. Let's talk about sports. This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, March 1st, 2022. Hit subscribe. Press the like button. Ring the bell. Let's go. Uh, We're brought to you by, as always, great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Wonderful people. Trustworthy people. They'll do it, they'll do it right, they'll do it at a price, you can trust them. 765-610-8809 is the number. All right, we know what the Colts, what uh, what their holes are, right? We understand that. We assume that Jim Irsay doesn't want Carson Wentz around anymore, so that opens up a hole, a gaping hole at quarterback the quarterback position is not going to be filled by a free agent. It's just not. There isn't a free agent other than maybe Jameis Winston that you look at and say, hey, this is a guy we want as our starting quarterback. Ryan Fitz, Fitzmagic is not the guy. <laughs> How old is this guy? You know what? All he does is go out and ball, but no no team wants to keep him around for a long time. He's kind of like... Oh, who's the guy? There have been guys with the, uh, um, oh, the pitcher. He pitched for Edwin Jackson, right? Edwin Jackson pitched for everybody, and he pitched okay, but nobody wanted to keep him. Jameis Winston or Ryan Fitzpatrick is kind of that guy. Jameis Winston is a guy you look at and you think if he can stay healthy, he can help you win ball games. He can throw the ball deep, anyway. It's not going to be a free agent who's going to be the quarterback of the Colts, so let's not even talk about that. Franchise tag deadline is March 8th, and usually this goes right up to the wire. At wide receiver, there are two. Game-breaking wide receivers scheduled to become free agents, but both might be tagged. Devontae Adams is likely to be tagged by the Packers. Uh, Chris Godwin likely to be tagged although a lot depends on that healing ACL by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Adams and Rodgers are kind of tethered together a little bit, and Aaron Rodgers is in the midst of talks with the Green Bay Packers on a uh, reworked contract that would make him the highest-paid player in the NFL, at least for a short period of time. We'll see if that comes to pass. The tight end position, there are guys like Mike Gesicki who might get franchised by the Miami Dolphins. We'll see how all this breaks out. It's going to be fascinating. But the Colts Colts have holes. uh, Chris Ballard could feel good about the wide receiver room if he so chooses. But there's nothing really to feel good about other than Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman is a really good high-end number two receiver for any team. Des Patman, Michael Strahan, and Ashton Doolin uh, are not starter-worthy wide receivers in the NFL. They're just not, at least not right now. You got to get guys. You got f- at least forty-three million under the cap that you can utilize to make a deal. Uh, if Jack Doyle retires, if you cut Carson Wentz or kind of uh, mitigate some of his contract via a trade, you've got even more money. It's time to spend that money and get this team right and get that roster right, not just build. Look, if you build from the inside out, I'm okay with that. But you've got to also build the out. You can't just build the inside and ignore the out, and that's kind of what's gone on with the Colts. You've got cornerbacks who are not great. You've got wide receivers, other than Michael Pittman Jr., who are not really starter level the tight end position if Moali Cox and the Colts want to resign sign Moali Cox but if Moali Cox doesn't re-sign with the Colts you got Kylan Granson and that's really it if Jack Doyle retires that's that's not a sustainable situation and in speaking of Moali Cox a lot of people blame Moali Cox for his drop rate you know what he went from a catch rate of of 79 and a half% to a catch rate of fifty-three and a third percent, from twenty to twenty-one, how much of that is due to Carson Wentz and how much of that is due to Moali Cox? That's a really good question, and that's part of the problem with Carson Wentz, where Philip Rivers really threw guys open, Carson Wentz kind of throws guys covered, and and that's a problem. Despite the fact that his completion percentage wasn't bad, like sixty-two percent. It was okay, but the yak, right? Part of yak, yards after the catch, is getting the ball to guys when they're open and they've got some open field in front of them. And Carson Wentz doesn't get guys the ball there. He gets guys the ball right at the point of contact, and that's not so good for the guys. The guys trying to make the catch, securing the ball, And then trying to go get yards after the catch. It just doesn't work very well. And that's part of the problem with Carson Wentz and why he's got a 6.9 yards per attempt average. And that's south of where Frank Reich wants that to be. A lot of that has to do with Wentz. It's not about the receivers. It's about not taking the checkdowns, not making the layups. If you throw an intercept or an incompletion, that's no yards per that attempt. If you check down and you got a a running back like Jonathan Taylor or Naheem Hines who goes out and gets seven yards, that's seven yards more than an incompletion would have been. See what I mean? It's important that the Colts, and they do, evaluate this stuff with uh, untrammeled vision, right? Really, really important to see quarterbacks for who they are. And Carson Wentz is a flawed quarterback who cannot win at a high level in the NFL. And at least Jim Irsay's realized it. And they got to go out and get another guy if they're going to win games. And that's just the way it is. You think 9 and eight's good enough? You know what? Okay, mediocrity's good enough for you. If you're a fan who wants to win a championship, you understand that Carson Wentz isn't the guy to get that done. The combine starts today, but the on-field action doesn't begin until Thursday. That's when quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends get on the field for the first time. Maybe the Colts take a wide receiver at 47. You can get good value at 47 at the wide receiver position. Other positions, not so much. And While we're talking about holes for the Colts, my God, gaping hole at left tackle. Can Quentin Nelson slide over? If Quentin Nelson can't slide over, you have to move him. And if Quentin Nelson can't slide over, you don't have a left tackle on this roster. Something to think about, if you're Chris Ballard. I'd wake up at night in cold sweats, right, three in the morning. Go, oh, we don't have a. Uh, there's no left tackle on the roster, honey. I'd put on a, an episode of Perry Mason to get myself back to sleep. Uh, Indiana. They got a shot. Tomorrow night, they got a shot to climb their way back into the NCAA tournament. ESPN and Ken Palm both believe that Indiana has a great opportunity to do that. ESPN has Indiana with a 77.4% chance of winning tomorrow night at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, senior night. Ken Palm has a 70% chance for the Hoosiers to win this game. It's Geo Baker, who seems like he's been at Rutgers for about a decade and a half, and Ron Harper Jr. going up against Trace Jackson Davis, and the resurgent Xavier Johnson, who has played sp- special basketball over the last two games. He wasn't named the Big Ten Player of the Week. And I get it because that game against Ohio State was in this week, this past week. But you know what? He was really good the last two games. And I understand evaluating him based upon all three games, but there was nobody, nobody in the Big Ten more important to his team over the last two games last week than uh, Xavier Johnson for Indiana, who hit shots and didn't turn the ball over in the in the last game at Minnesota. Eight assists, one turnover, really, really good. Twenty four points on seven shots against Maryland the last time Indiana played at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Really good basketball from Xavier Johnson. Need one more of those games from Xavier tomorrow night. Or Miller cop has got to go 5-7 from deep. Or Trace Jackson Davis has to get the ball down low and and do what he does with it. He's become kind of easy to defend, and so he's not putting up big points. Tomorrow night, Indiana needs Trace Jackson Davis, Miller Cop, Xavier Johnson, Parker Stewart, uh, Race Thompson needs everybody. Jordan Geronimo's got to come off the bench and play well. Rob Finnessy's got to come off the bench and play well. They need their guys to play really good basketball tomorrow night. One win away from getting into the NCAA tournament, I think. Uh That game Saturday, 2 o'clock at Purdue, that's going to be a tough putt for the Hoosiers. So they really need this win to sort of put themselves at that 19-win level, guarantee themselves a uh a non-losing record in the Big Ten. And maybe, really, one win away in the Big Ten tournament from cementing their position in the uh, NCAA tournament for the first time since 2016. Uh, Pacers last night... <clears throat> my Oh, by the way, this kind of weird for Indiana. This is a good note. Indiana has the worst free throw percentage in the Big Ten conference, in Big Ten play, and the best free throw percentage against, so opponents are hitting at a the highest percentage against Indiana than any other uh, Big Ten opponent, while Indiana hits the worst. That's kind of weird, right? Why wouldn't an opponent that Why wouldn't an opponent be? Uh, also, like, why would they be best? It's an, like, there's no defense on a foul shot. So I think it's just bad luck for Indiana, not missing free throws on their own. Indiana's got to hit free throws. But that opponents are hitting at a higher level than any other opponents, just kind of strange. Uh, Pacers lost last night to the Magic, like I said. Uh, second game of a back-to-back, the first one at home, second one on the road. They lose to the Magic last night. Jalen Smith lost his mind. And after the game, he said what all guys who lose their minds say, at least all young guys, that's not me. That's not who I am. It's exactly who you are. You did that. You just did that. You can't say that's not who you are. You just showed us who you are. We saw it. You can't say it's not who you are. Guys have to quit bitching and moaning to officials. Just stop it. Get on with business. Play. Your bitching and moaning is not going to help you get calls down the stretch of games. It's just not. So quit the whining. Stop being Paul George all damn day long and stop trying to litigate every call in your favor. Would you just stop? Jalen Smith was really good in the first half last night. Hit some threes looked like one of those guys that you want to be on the team, you want to root for. And then in the second half, he gacks it up and acts like an idiot. And that's the way it goes. Pacers, magic again tomorrow uh, Tomorrow night. Pacers, they're, uh, they're four and a half out of third worst in the NFL or in the NBA. If they can get to third, like third and worst, you get the same chances at big draft picks uh, from that position. So that's where you want to get. You don't need to be the absolute worst. But third worst, that would be a good place to be. Uh, LN, Crispus Attucks tonight in sectional 10. Zionsville, Noblesville tonight. Westfield, Fishers tonight. A lot of games around the state. uh, Sectional basketball beginning. Tomorrow night, another big night, and then Friday night, it really gets going with the semifinals. Saturday night, with the uh, sectional finals, we'll see what happens around the area. I think Fisher's got a chance to win that state tournament. A lot of seniors and that really good freshman at Fisher's. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? David Manley, CJ Wright, Dan Bailey, Rob Leo Hill, the great Tom Patrick Casey celebrating a birthday. St. Louis broadcasting legend. Uh, Spencer Coe, happy birthday. Mary Nichols Alexander, what a fabulous human being. I liked Mary Nichols when we went to junior high together. Stephanie Rangu, Greg Hunter, Francie Wick, uh, Charles Coomer, and Jim Harris, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, Inside Indiana Sports Now, we continue to dig deep into what the Colts want what the Colts need and what the Colts will get, and it won't be Aaron Rodgers, sadly. That coming up later today. Hit subscribe, like, ring the bell. Let's go. Let's have a great day. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>